now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Okay, hey everybody. I want to welcome you to today's edition of Bible News Radio. Hey, you know what? You're in for a treat. Yeah, you are. First of all, you found our show. It's a miracle. You know why? Because social media likes to spike it everywhere it is. Hey, who's Bible News Radio? Oh, they talk about the Bible. We gotta hide them so you can't find them. But hey, that's okay. (laughs) We're still getting in there, whether or not the liberal places want us to be hidden or not. Alright, so anyway, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about how to be bold in your faith when the world is trying to tell you everything but to be bold. They're trying to shut you up, people, in case you didn't know that. Have you noticed this? Have you noticed that? How dare you say marriage is a man or a woman? Have you noticed that if you're pro-life, all of a sudden you're anti-choice, you're anti-this, you're anti-that, blah, 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 blah. Well, anyway, here's the thing. This morning I was talking, I was talking, I was listening to Dr. I don't know if he's a doctor, but Woodrow Kroll, you know who he is? He's the former uh, Bible teaching pastor of Back to the Bible. He retired a couple of years ago, but, but he has so many of his messages are on YouTube and I love listening to Bible stuff first thing in the morning because, you know, Bible news radio, Bible. Anyway, one of the things he was talking about was he was talking about the Marks of a mature believer versus a baby believer. And one of the things that he was talking about was how baby believers eat, you know, baby food, right? You just feel good, you know? And and honestly, let's just be honest, you know, those, that baby food jar with carrots in it is more tasty than, you know, a steak, right? I mean, it's easier to go down, it tastes yummy in your tummy, you know what I mean? You have a spoon, so fun to eat, right? And yet, the steak is meat, people. Yeah. And do you know what one of the signs of a mature believer is? Actually, according to Hebrews, it's actually somebody who can discern good and evil. Actually, if you read through all of Proverbs, you'll actually, yeah, you will see that as well. And that's what my guest today is going to share with us. She's going to share with us how she decided one day to speak up against, you know, the agenda out there that is telling us that we need to uh, like be pro-death and, and that we can't stand up and defend a pure little innocent baby who actually, you know, let's not forget, recently was told that we could kill them outside the, the womb after they get born. I mean, let's just forget killing them in the womb, but now we can go ahead and kill them after they've been born. I mean, that's insane, people. Anyway, my guest <laughs> today, she's really well known in, in certain circles, probably not ours here, but you know, you're know you going to get to know her. I, I actually met her a couple of uh, months ago. Uh, Vicki Fitch was interviewing her and talking to her about direct sales and about Lip Sense, which is one of the products that that uh, she, she advocates for or sells. 
And uh, she is actually known as the queen of Senegens, which is the, the maker of lip scents and other beauty products. Yes, I know, man. Hey, if you're a man, don't leave yet, okay? So Jerry Taylor Swade is my guest. Uh, she has been around for a long time in the direct sales industry, but even more so, I think she's been around long, longer <laughs> as a person and a believer in the Lord. Uh, and uh, when she, when her and I talked, it was kind of like kindred spirits. She just, you know, was really passionate. She could, she actually has her own show. It's actually called uh, Cuppa with a Queen, right? Is that it? Yeah, Cuppa with a Queen. It's about business. And so today we're going to talk all things, whatever we feel like it, because we're women and we can do that if we feel like it. So Jerry, uh, welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad you're here because because <clears throat> we never know where this is going to go. But I, I have to say it was so fun. Okay, first of all, uh, I am going to say that I actually wanted to try Lip Sense. Like, and when Vicky interviewed you, I was like, oh my gosh, here's somebody I could actually buy it from. <laughs> and it was my first time. And so you actually bought, I, you actually sold me this, which look, everybody, this color is in it. Beautiful. It's a nice color. I forgot what color it is. It's Napa. That's the Napa color. Uh, but anyway, tell us a little bit about you and, and how you got involved with this. Because I know you didn't come here to promote your product, but I actually want you to. <laughs> no, I didn't, I, I didn't think we were going to talk about that. Okay, so I, um, it, it is a home-based business. So it, the company is called Senegens International, and I've been actually a distributor for 20 years now. And, which is really unheard of practically in the direct sales industry to stay with one company that long. But I so believe in the mission of the company. I believe in the products. I believe in the way that the company does business. And I believe in the sisterhood that we have in our company because most, mostly we're women. So I believe in all of that. And you have to have belief in that if you want to represent something, especially as a woman or someone that is, has integrity. You can't really represent a product that you don't believe in or that you don't know that's really going to make a woman happy and, and glad they spent the money. And so I'm very fortunate that I am in a business like that. And I have an international team of women all around the world. We're a multi-million dollar team. Um, I'm very blessed that way. Um, I found this product 20 years ago and I wear it every day. I wear all of it's all skincare and makeup. We have everything and I love it. And I was in my forties when I found the product. And so I already had a career. I owned a construction company at the time. I was a cheerleading coach for high school. I was in theater. I was doing all these things. And, um, this, product sort of swept me away because I totally believed in it and wanted other women to find out about it. So I kind of switched my career and now it's a career that I help women empower women all around the world and show them how they can have a successful home-based business and sort of do their business alongside their life so that they can be the moms, they can be the wives and the homemakers that they want to be if they choose to be, but still be able to bring income in because we all, we all need income, especially in this world. It's getting more and more expensive to live every day. So that's what I do for a career. And then um, I have a, a, a Facebook following. I'm on YouTube. I'm, you know, all of that stuff as well. 
And so what you were talking about is the day it was, it was a pretty monumental day for me to say the least, because I did not want to go live about this particular subject. I go live a lot in my business and talk about makeup and show how to do different techniques and all those kind of things. But when I was getting ready in the bathroom that morning of January 24th, I believe it was, God spoke to me because the on the 21st, I believe it was the January 21st, New York had just passed that terrible abortion bill. And I say terrible because it was just, it, it, it really slapped me in the face to wake up to what evil really is like. And I was not able to sleep I, I, for days. I, I, all I could think about was that. I, all I could think about was how terrible this was and that they were able to choose to to kill a child right before it's born, right before it could take its first breath. And I I just I I couldn't deal with it. I was so struggling with it inside my own spirit. And that morning I was getting ready and putting on my makeup in the bathroom and my God just spoke to me. And I know people think, oh, God speaks to you. That's weird. But he speaks in your spirit to where you can't deny that it's God talking to you. And if you've ever heard God talk to you that way, you know what I'm talking about. And he said, you're, you need to go live about this. I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. And I, because we've been told, you know, that you don't mix business and politics and you don't mix business and relation or um, religion or your belief or your faith. Because you can get in big trouble and you can alienate people. And, you know, I'm in the beauty industry, so I don't know what political stance my my customers have. I don't. Some of them I do when I get to really know my customers, I do. But a lot of them buy from me online. I never meet them in person and things like that. So it was, you know, it was one of those things where. You know, if you go live, you could alienate a lot of your Facebook following. You could alienate a lot of your customers when they find out about it, if they have a certain belief opposite of the way I do. But at that moment, when God told me to go live and speak about it, I had to make a decision. Am I going to step out in faith or step out or back out in fear? And you know, you can live your life in fear and never know where faith can take you, or you can step out in faith and let God take you to those places he wants to take you. And so I, I, I was still struggling with it. I put my phone down on the kitchen counter and little did I know, and maybe this happened on purpose because I may have chickened out. I don't know, but I know how to go live and I know how to push the buttons and I know how to start the live and all that. But for some reason, I did not know I was already live while I was sitting there sort of rustling whether I was going to go live or not. And I was already live and I didn't know it. 
And so when I saw that I was live, I'm like, okay, here I go. <laughs> I just started talking. And um, wow, I mean, I, it just came out of me that my feelings about this. And, you know, January 24th was three days after, after New York passed that bill. And oh, my gosh, since then, Holy cow, from January 24th, the day that I did that live video to today, so many things have happened in the abortion industry, so to speak, and around abortion statewide, worldwide. Um, there's been a movie release unplanned mm -hmm. about it. And um, there, it, it seems like it seems to me like God is making us choose. Like you can't be in denial any longer to the terribleness of abortion. You, you know, when Roe versus Wade um, was passed, I was, I mean, I was, I don't even know when that was 63 or something like that. I mean, I was like uh, in grade school or middle school or something. And so I didn't know anything about it. I didn't really know anything about it. And I, um, I said this in the live video that I got pregnant when I was 18 and I was really like, I, I didn't want to be pregnant, but I was, I'm like, okay, I'm pregnant. My mom got pregnant with me when she was 16. So that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm just going to deal with it. And then I started having really severe pains and, I went, I had no money. I was working as a waitress at the time. And I went to this free clinic, which I guess was a Planned Parenthood clinic, which I didn't really know the political stuff of it back then. And, um, but the doctor told me that I had a cyst that was growing faster than the baby was growing on the uterus or inside the uterus or whatever. And that um, it was going to put me in danger and that I was going to have to have a therapeutic abortion. And, um, and so I did. And I still, you know, right to this day, I don't know if they told me the truth. I don't know. I don't know if there was any other options. I wasn't given any. Hmm. Um, and and in, it, it, in my naivety, I just did what I was told. And um, it's haunted me ever since, but I know I have a loving God and I know that I'm forgiven for that. It was really difficult to, to deal with. Um, and I think that that's one of the things about abortion that no one talks about is how terrible it is for the woman afterwards. A lot of the time, if they have a, if they have any kind of a conscience or or spiritualness about them at all, there is a point where they realize what they've done. And um, some states actually make you go to counseling before you get an abortion. And they actually talk about the mental consequences down the road. And uh, some states, not very many, actually won't let you have an abortion for 24 hours mm -hmm. so that you can actually think about the fact that what you're doing is going to affect you for the rest of your life. And I think that's a good thing because 
a lot of girls that are young and a lot of people are taught that that thing that's inside of you is just a blob. And we know back in 1963 or whenever that bill was passed originally. It was, it was 1973. 1973. Um, I knew it had a three at the end. Yeah, it was 73. <laughs> I'm not a good numbers person. Um, when the Supreme Court ruling came down that it was legal, you know, it, it was the media made it, it it was convinced everybody that there was no it wasn't life yet it was just a blob of cells and all that stuff but now we know better we know because we our science is so far advanced now we can see the we can see through ultrasound they have 3d ultrasound 40 ultrasound they've got they can hear the heartbeat they can, at such an early stage now and and all those things that you can't deny that there is a child forming in there it's not a blob like we were told for so long and i think a lot of christians am i talking too much no oh, okay i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to your story. I will actually, uh, I will ask you a question. I'll eventually you'll take a break and then I'll ask you a question, but I think, I think it's good right now. I'm good. I was just okay. sharing YouTube okay. on Twitter. Okay. So I think a lot of Christians have buried their heads in the sand and not wanted to speak up about abortion. And, you know, they've been convinced by society that it's okay for a woman to choose about their own body. But I'm sorry, but I don't believe that way. And I'm going to stand up for the child because the child inside the womb, which is supposed to be the safest place on earth is in the mother's womb. That child doesn't have a choice. That child has to, is dependent on that woman to take care of them until they can take their first breath. And for these states to be passing these abortion bills where second trimester, uh, partial, partial birth abortion, and people don't, people don't really realize what that means. Right. That means that they kill the child while it's in the birth canal, partial birth. That means they bring that baby down the birth canal and then they either shoot it with poison or a lot of times they'll shoot it with poison inside the womb and have the baby dead first. And then they pull it apart. They dismember it and pull it apart piece by piece. Or, and this is so gross, but we have to talk in these terms to get people to really understand what abortion really is. It's killing. Mm -hmm. Thou shall not kill. We are killing our children. We're killing our future. And, and the possibility of what that child could be. There's so many possibilities that every single life has. Every single life was formed in the womb by our creator. The Bible says that he knew us in the womb. And so he had a purpose for every single one of those children that was aborted. Every single one. So I know that my child, uh, I get to see again. I know that because of my faith. I know that when I'm in heaven again, I will get to see. I don't know if it was a boy or girl. I don't know. But I'll know when I get to heaven. And I have that hope. You know, God gives us hope. 
And for anyone that's been through an abortion, God gives them forgiveness and hope. And that's, we, we serve a living God. And um, man, the abortion industry is fighting tooth and nail right now because they're going down. They are losing their billions of dollars of income and they are living high on the hog and they have been. And because of some of these new abortion bills and because we do have a conservative Supreme Court now, which that's why they fought so hard because they knew that if a conservative was put into the Supreme Court, that there would be a majority of, uh, of possible conservative rulings coming out of the Supreme Court. And they're so, 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 so afraid that they're going to lose the right to kill babies for profit. And they sell the body parts for profit. It's all about profit. It's always, always, oh, it doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter what in this world. It's all about power and money. And when you have power and when you have money, you can dictate. You can dictate. And they're losing that power and that money. And they are beside themselves right now. They are. Well, and you know, it's funny because how many of you out there are enjoying this, huh? Yeah, I see you guys over on Periscope. I, I know there's some of you on YouTube. Hey. You know what? Hey, if you just joined us, isn't it nice to know that I'm not the only one that has this point of view? <laughs> I was thinking, Jerry, if I ever need a substitute host, you should come and be my substitute host, you know? I would be happy to. <laughs> yeah, you would. You do great. Um, so, so yeah, but with, you know, going back to one of the things I said at the top was, you know, being a mature believer, one of the biblical criteria for that is to be, is the ability to be, to be able to, to discern good from evil. And our culture has taught us the last 30 years, at least, probably longer than that, that, you know, relativism is the way and what's good for you is good for you. What's good for me is good for me, blah, blah. There are no absolutes, but that's not true. As somebody, uh, who was it? I think, what was the thing that, oh yeah, that's what it was. Um, I think it was Woodrow Kroll that said this, cause I listen when I'm half asleep, but he said, you know, snow is always going to be white. Coal is always going to be black. If you cover the coal with snow, it still means the coal is going to be black. And if you put coal inside snow, the, you know, the snow is still going to be white. And so God gave us, gave us absolutes for a reason. And a baby is a baby, right? And, and I've really been meditating on the, on Psalm 139 and some other uh, verses out of Psalm 119 that really talks about how God fearfully and wonderfully made us. He Mm -hmm. made us. You know, yes. I mean, if you look at your finger, it looks like it was knit because because our our fingers, you know, we have these u- unique things and flesh is a very interesting thing. We have an actual creator, somebody who actually made us. He made us right now. Mankind can go, oh, yeah, we're so great. We could take living stuff and create and do hybrids and stuff. But as far as I know, nobody has actually created anything living except God. And, you know, the, the devil, he comes the to kill. bank theory that it's yeah. supposed to have happened out of nowhere. Yeah, but the devil, you know, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's the first thing, to kill, you know, yeah. whether, you know, whether it's life or, you know, I mean, it has to be alive to kill it, right? Um, 
And, you know, and, and, you know, my heart breaks for everybody, every woman who's ever had to have an abortion or they were tricked into having one, or they even had a miscarriage, uh, or they were barren like me, you know, that, that bond that God created between a, a, a mom and a baby is probably the most important bond we all have, right? That's why when losing our mothers, you know, it's, it's, it's a heartbreaking, you know, thing for most people. Some people don't have it because they have bad moms, but, but by and large, that's a bond we have with no other human being, right? I mean, we all came out of somebody, <laughs> you know? Yes, yes, that's true. And even in the animal kingdom, it's, it's huge. You, true. When you see the mothers and their babies and how they're protected. And that's what, that's what mothers are supposed to do. They're mm-hmm. supposed to protect their children and not kill them. Right. And um, the, the thing that I said in that video back in January and what scares the living daylights out of me as a nation, but not only a nation, but as a, a people, as a human race, is that we're not me and not so many, but the in general, everybody's getting so insensitized to life. And, you know, it, it's. And what's right and wrong and what's black and white. What's I think it's the enemy that if he can make everything look gray, then, then there is no black and white anymore. Good point. That's a good point. Well, you know, there are a couple of things though that the media doesn't like. Number one, there are more, uh, pre- pregnancy counseling centers in America than there are Planned Parenthoods. That's a fact. A lot of Planned Parenthoods have been shut down because the pro-life community has actually done what we're accused of not doing. That's adopt, that's provide, that's nurture, yes. it's all that stuff. The second yes. thing is, with that movie Unplanned that just came out about Abby Johnson, I don't know if you read the article, but almost 100 abortion workers contacted her ministry afterwards and decided they wanted to leave. I read that and I was so, we went and watched it the very first day it came out in the theater, my husband and I, and we were really impressed because there was a lot of young girls, like teenage and maybe college age girls in that movie. And we were like, praise God for that. Yeah. But that movie was very powerful and they, they tried to shut that thing down. They, they, I mean, every social media, it didn't matter what they should, they just shut it down. They weren't able to advertise. They weren't able to do anything, but word of mouth. And that movie has made so much money where they didn't, they were trying to shut it down to where it wouldn't even stay in theaters for like two days. And I don't, I think it's still in some theaters around the country now. And that's been several weeks and that wasn't the plan originally. So God's plan always prevails. Yeah. And we know that, and we just have to stand on that. And, you know, when, when you're talking about me standing up in bold faith, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you can't not because otherwise, if I were to not have gone live because I knew God told me to, it would be, I would be so miserable because when God tells you to do something, there's a reason why he told you to do it. And you, sometimes you don't even know what that reason is. I, I had, we just got back from a huge 
thousands of women seminar last week. And I had women that watched me on that Facebook live come up to me and thank me for being so bold and for speaking how I felt, even though it was a, a chance that I would lose business. But I can tell you that my business has not gone down one ounce since I did that video. And I was afraid, it, me being the human that I am, I was afraid that my business would go down and that I would lose revenue from it. But God made sure that, you know, he blesses those that he blesses us when we step out in faith and do those things that he tells us to do, whether it's an audible voice or whether it's just through the word. Um, it can, it can be, there's so many ways that God speaks to us, but when God speaks to you, you need to listen. And I, I have a feeling right now that there's somebody right now that's listening to us that, you know, that God is speaking to you. You know, that there's something that God has laid on your heart to either do or to speak up about or, or something Maybe it's go into ministry. Maybe it's to do something different than what you're doing because you're putting yourself in compromising positions or something. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like God right now is telling you, step out in faith because I'll be with you every step of the way. I I will carry you when you can't, and I will be there for you. And when when God tells you to do something, he gives you, he equips you. He equips you with whatever it is you need to step out in boldness. And I just feel like that message is for someone today. Mm -hmm. I agree. And that's why we always tell everybody at the end of our show, be bold, stand up and go with God because he loves you. And, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> if I if I didn't start this show 15 years ago. <laughs> my, 15 years now? Yeah, it's been 15 years. It's been four wow. years. It's been four years on live streaming, but... But we started this show way back in 2005. I was finishing my master's degree as a marriage and family therapist. And um, God, uh, I, I actually, um, you probably don't know this because you really don't know me, but I actually, I had, um, I had a choice to make. Uh, I was getting, I, it took me 13 years to earn my master's degree and then five years to do 3,000 hours uh, for uh, my internship. In California and um, I was at the point where I was studying to get my license to be licensed in California as a marriage counselor and as I was going through the study materials what I saw regarding homosexuality and whether or not we could counsel a homosexual who wanted help uh, was you know what it was was that I there were there was no option for change Basically, my job as a Christian therapist or as a therapist in general in California was that if somebody comes in, they want change, the options that I was given to answer on the test were, well, you affirm them or whatever, but you don't ever direct them toward any type of change because they were born that way. And I really struggled with it. And I was like, Lord, you know, you have kind of put in my heart this idea to do blog for books. And at that time we had just launched the very first blog for books program, which everybody's doing now, uh, where Christian publishers were sending me books. I was sending them out to bloggers in exchange for a review and a graphic on the website. And a couple years into it, 
the Christian publishers threw me out. They basically cut me out. They, the model work, they threw me under the bus basically, but I decided I wanted to interview people. And at that point I had to, I had asked God, I said, okay, look, do you want me to get licensed or no? And so I thought, I thought if I was going to get licensed, uh, or if God didn't want me to, I was, I was going to throw out a fleece like Gideon. Oh, me of a lot of faith, not, but anyway, I decided to ask the Lord to let me interview Amy Grant. And because I knew that was completely impossible. And if that happened, it was only because God allowed it to happen. And this Mm -hmm. is in 2005 or so uh, when nobody was on the Internet, really. I mean, it was it seems like so long ago, but nobody really was on the Internet. And um, I did a search for her publicist. I found her somehow. I don't know how. It's still kind of a miracle to me. I requested an interview when I didn't have an audience and they actually granted me the interview. And so that's why I do what I do. And 15 years later, I've interviewed world leaders, you know, like Dr. Ben Carson and and a lot of people you all would know, most of you. Some of you have actually followed us for almost that length of time. But but it wasn't until we went on video that um, it, it became more of a, um, we became more visible and the impact I've been able to feel more because prior to that, it's kind of like, whatever, okay, I'm doing all this extra work and yeah, I'm seeing all these tens of thousands of downloads, but I'm not getting any feedback from anybody. (laughs) So it's kind of, kind of funny that way. Um, but yeah, I often go back and I think, what if I had not done that? What if I had not been contacted by the guy from the Chronicles of Narnia film who invited me to go see him at NRB and then reneged on the promise and then I said, no, nope, you know, I'm going to go do it anyway. Uh, and I don't care. The guy pulled out on me, um, but then I decided to do it anyway. And I hung out for two hours until somebody let me in. And that's where I pitched the idea. So it's it really is going, oh, okay, yeah, this is, uh, hmm, I wonder what would have happened. I would not be here if I didn't find Periscope four years ago. And then I didn't met Vi- if I didn't met, meet Vicky Fitch on Periscope. And then saw you on her show. There, it, it's not a mistake, right? You know, and I think a lot of us who are hanging out here every day, all, all of my normal, you know, viewers and stuff hang out. They're all friends to me because I see you every day. You guys invest your time with us. And for whatever reason, I have no idea why. Because <laughs> you got good taste. That's probably it. No, <laughs> But, you know, I mean, there, there is it's great stuff. We've had some great, great stuff go on. And and I think there is a call to be bold because Jerry, I can tell you in my flesh, I'm probably one of the biggest scaredy cats ever. I've struggled with anxiety disorders for my whole life, pretty much. And yet when I'm behind the microphone or I'm actually speaking or doing whatever it is I need to do in this calling, there's no fear whatsoever. And people are like, yeah, right. You ever struggled with anxiety? I'm like, yeah, you have no idea. Trust me. Ask my husband. He knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we can become... we. God gives us that, I don't know what it is, just to be bold and to to speak. And But I, I don't think that there's a lot of Christians that do it. I think that there's a lot of Christians that know that they should speak up and know that they should open their mouth. I tell my team members all the time, just open your mouth and tell people what you're doing. Open your mouth and tell people what the products are like and what they can do for them. Same thing in Christianity. Mm-hmm. We need to open our mouth. We it's time for us not I saw you do that. <laughs> it's time for us not 
to be complacent. It's time for us not to be silent any longer. We cannot be silent. Christians are being persecuted all over the world, you guys. I mean, I'm my husband and I have been watching the news lately, what's been happening all over the world, and the Christians are being persecuted, and not only persecuted, they're being killed. They are literally being martyred because they believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior. Why is it that we in the United States don't think that that's going to happen to us? Why? It will. It already is. It already is happening. Look at, look, I mean, churches are bombed. And uh, I, I mean, mm-hmm. um, I think that people just think that we're safe in the United States from all of those things. You know, God will keep us safe. Well, why would God keep us safe when our country, I mean, we had a president that said we're no longer a Christian ma- nation. I can tell you that when that president said that, I about like I literally I my mouth was wide open and I was like, what did he just say? What did he just say? Oh, my God, please, Lord, please forgive him, because I'm like, we, you know, for or those that are with him are with him and those that are against him are against him. And we're taking God out of everything in this country. And now we have a president that's trying to bring God back in to parts of our country and our country in general and, and um, saying, God bless America. Even just that was taken away for so long. They were thinking about even taking that off the dollar bill for heaven's sakes. Yeah. You know, know that we are a Christian nation and God blesses us because of it. But if we don't stand up, there's pastors. I know there when the church that we went to in Las Vegas, The pastor would not stand up to anything political, which he perceived as political. And I think that it's a travesty. It is. That (laughs) that pastors don't stand up. And because truth is truth. It doesn't matter what, you know, you've got an R or a D or an I behind your name as far as how you stand politically. Truth is truth. God's truth is God's truth. And it never changes. God never changes. His word never changes. He's the same today, yesterday, yesterday, today, and forever. And so when when we as a country stop speaking up and and stop standing for God's principles, we're going to be in big, big trouble as a country. Yeah. I well, I agree, and I have to tell you, I wrote the Voice of the Martyrs persecution blog for over eight years, about eight years, and studied the topic very closely for almost every day for that length of time. And part of what I had to do was I actually addressed my church, my local church, just just my church. But also, I watched the blog. I watched the um, the feedback that I got. I got feedback from from VOM directly. And what I can tell you is during that eight years, it was it was one of the most frustrating times of my life because the apathy in this country, in yes. America, is unbelievable. It's like a rotten corpse stench because people don't give a crap about the persecuted church. People really actually, you know, this is why I, I can't, let me just say this and then I got to take a break. But here's the thing. I remember the very first time I put up a, a, a beheaded Christian on the blog. 
because I struggled over it. I thought, do I post this picture of this woman who was beheaded, like her body here and her head's over here, and then talk about what it was about or what? And I was amazed at the outrage from the Christians that were reading the blog because they were so outraged that I, I had the nerve to do that. And then it was probably many years later, it's probably, I don't know, four, maybe three or four years later, um, we all saw in the news the the believers who were on their in the orange jumpsuits kneeling, and they were you know they were being they wanted them to recant, but they didn't, and they were all beheaded because of that. It yeah. became front page news, and yet still the American church, the apathy, you know, is is just stunning to me. And then gay yeah. marriage came down the pike, and there was a little bit of an outrage, just a little teeny weeny bit, but then again. <sighs> Let's just let's snore about it, you know. And I actually had somebody on my Facebook page recently make a comment to me about how they can't believe it's such a shock that that there's this all these bombings took place in Sri Lanka. And I'm like, you know, um, yeah, there's been Christian persecution. Just so you know, Islam persecutes Christians on our holy days, on Christmas, during yes. Ramadan, on Easter, especially yes. Good Friday. And I don't know, Jerry, if you're aware, but a couple of years ago, Boko Haram took out 700 churches in Nigeria, and there was not, in a 24-hour period, and there was zero media coverage about it. I did not know that. Of course not, because there was zero media coverage about it. But Jubilee Campaign covered it, and some of the other Christian persecution ministries, they actually covered it. And it's like, if that happened here in America, do you think the media would cover it? (laughs) Or blame Trump? Yeah, that's probably what they would do. Oh, Trump yeah. made it happen, you know. So, yeah. anyway, everybody, hey, we're going to take a break here. I want to first say thank you guys for tuning in. I know that, um, you know, um, you you have a gazillion places that you can choose to, to watch and tune into. And, you know, I, I think, I don't think it's an accident that you tuned into our show for for whatever reason. And so I'm really glad that you're there. Um, I want to let you know that... Um, we have an awesome sponsor, Ariel Ministries. If you're not familiar with the work of Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum and, and um, you know, his work, uh, they have asked us to share with you Camp Shoshana, which is in upstate New York. If you have money, you should go to this for sure. This is an awesome discipleship camp. You can go there between July 7th and August 30th. And then August 30th through September 2nd, you can go there. And you can learn more at CampShoshana.com. And those of you who are on the, on the podcast, it's C-A-M-P. S-H-O-S-H-A-N-A-H.com. Or you can just go over to Ariel Ministries, and I'm sure there's a link over there as well. And if you want to get the latest book by Dr. Arnold G. Fruchtenbaum, who himself was persecuted for being a believer, a Messianic believer, um, then you can you can uh, go over to Ariel and look up the, is it the, the, the Feasts and Fasts of Israel? Is that what it is? It is. Okay. There it is, right there. The Feasts and Fasts of Israel, uh, their historical and prophetic significance. Now, this is a hardback book, almost 500 pages, and uh, you can save 20% on it when you use our coupon code Bible News. That way, they Ariel knows that you are coming from our audience. Um, by the way, this is the only place you can get a discount with Ariel is with us, as far as I know. They have been so gracious and supporting this show for a couple years now. And um, you guys, 
those of you who have bought something from them, I want to really say thank you because they're the biggest part of our income that we get coming into the show. Uh, so anything that you buy there with our coupon code, they keep they keep sponsoring us because of that. So make sure you write them, let them know, hey, you know, thank you for supporting Bible News Radio. We we love them. You know, we love you. Thank you so much. Uh, and there's so much more. I mean, there's great Bible teaching on there. We've had Model Balston on the show. Um, we have DVD recommendations and things like that from them over on our BibleNewsRadio.com resource page over there. Also, those of you who have donated to the show and become pillars of our community, you know what? I'm going to just be honest. We get about $300 a month. That's it. Two people give us $100 a month. So that other $100 comes from a couple of people. That tells you how few donors we have. Uh, And I always laugh when people go, oh, you guys have like, you know, you're in it for the money. (laughs) I do this five days a week, not because of the money, but we need the money. So if you want to support our show, BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give is where you can do that. You can uh, set up a PayPal donation or send in a check or something. Um, and you can join the five or six other people that support our show every month. We really appreciate it. And I'm not kidding you. I am so not kidding. That's why I took up selling legal shield, <laughs> which is my direct sales job. Uh, and I gotta tell you, I love legal shield. It's one of the best companies I've been a part of. I mean, it's actually really the first, well, technically the second direct sales company I've been with. Um, and you guys know, I always talk about, you know, getting legal shield to protect you. Um, and also identity theft protection, ID shield is awesome. You know, if you guys have not gotten it yet, let me tell you something The the cost, the investment in legal shield, 25 bucks a month, seriously, the value of that is crazy. I mean, seriously crazy. Look, I got my will done. There it is. This is my actual will. It is right here. Merritt Webb is my attorney law provider. And you know what? Just because this is an affordable service doesn't mean what the value of the service is not, you know, is it's like this cheap service. It's not, man. I'm telling you, this thing pays for itself. Plus, we have member perks. So you can learn more by going to bit.ly, L-O-J 2019. That's L-O-J, all caps, 2019, because bit.ly has, you know, you put that in if you're listening to the audio. Go there. If you want me to talk to you more about it, then just email me through there or get get a hold of me in social media. Identity theft is rampant. It's on the rise. If you guys don't have your yourselves protected, let me just tell you the biggest difference between us and everybody else is we offer a $5 million service guarantee, which is $4 million more than everybody else. And we actually do the restoration if anything happens. LifeLock doesn't. Plus, they've been sued, by the way. Um, and we have a great mobile app. You can track your your credit score on it. You get notifications. There's not a product better. And we're opening up to Canada pretty soon. All of Canada is super cool. Um, and there's always people that have their identity stolen. And this is a great way to monitor it for you. In fact, um, one of my favorite stories that I like to tell, I have already told it a couple times, but I'm going to tell it again is that when I applied for a Kohl's credit card when I turned 50 last year, (laughs) so I could get a discount, let's just be honest, that's why they wanted me to do it. I don't really care about a Kohl's credit card. The next day, I I was actually turned down, by the way. They they would not give me the card because I don't make enough money. There you go. See, there's proof right there. Um, But the next day, I got an alert on my ID Shield app telling me that somebody had applied for a, a credit card in my name. 
and they asked me if it was me. And I said, yeah, it was. <laughs> and I didn't feel bad, but if it wasn't me, then then I would know. Um, also, I recently had one of our viewers, uh, one of my friends, sign up for Legal Shield. She lives in a uh, she lived in an apartment where some pests were coming in and and had faulty heating, and and her landlord was treating her like crap. Let's just be honest. And I told her, I said, look, this service will help you if if you sign up. I guarantee it will help you. One morning, a snake came in through the vent in her apartment. And she got on the phone, called me up a little bit hysterical and said, how do I sign up for this legal shield thing now? I'm willing to try it now. I said, because there's a snake in your house? Yes, I, I, <laughs> I'm i with you. I'm with you. And you know what? I'm happy to report that the attorney uh, got on the phone with her. She gave all the info she needed to. That attorney has now written a letter getting her out of that lease for that dumpy place that she's been living. That's not taking care of her. All for 25 bucks. I don't know about you, but it's worth it. And there's so much more. So, like I said, get in touch with me if you haven't. And those of you who already have it, let me also tell you something. If you know somebody that you know needs this, which would be everybody, I would really appreciate the referral. You know, send them my way so I can talk to them and find out what their situation is and how I can help them. Because we also have home business supplements for people who run businesses out of their home as well as small business supplements for people who have home, you know, bigger businesses. You know, a lot of people pay attorneys $500 an hour and, uh, you know, you don't have to do that with Legal Shield, even with our business supplements. It's the value is awesome. So anyway, so there's that. And speaking of that, tomorrow night on Facebook, well, actually it's going to be on Zoom. I'm actually doing a will preparation workshop. I'm going to be doing that on Zoom tomorrow night. So if you're interested in sitting in on that to understand a little bit more about a will, then get in touch with me. I'll, I'll send you an invite to the, to the Zoom meeting that we're going to have. Okay? Sound good? Okay. All right. So today, though, we have Jerry Taylor Swade, who is with, uh, well, she, she, well, she didn't come here to promote her business, but I want her to for a couple of reasons. Number one, she's a direct selling expert, and she understands business, and she's a woman who does the work, you know, that's why she's like the top of the line there for, for where she, you know, the company she's with. And, um, Jerry, so tell everybody again, a little bit more about your company and, um, you know, and tell people what I want is I want the direct sales expert. Like I want you to talk to people who are maybe on the fence or they're thinking about trying to get into direct sales and how they could be bold, you know, in this, because, um, I agree with you when you say that we have to open our mouth and stuff about the product, right? I, I was yeah. just telling my audience a couple of days ago, I'm on a, a stretch call every morning with some Legal Shield people, a lot of leaders. And one of the things they do is challenge us every single day. And I said to the audience, you know what? Hey, I'm being challenged to tell two people a day about Legal Shield. I, I think I'll challenge all of you guys to tell two people a day about Jesus, man. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. That's right. We do. We have to open our mouth. And I think that a lot of people say, I can't be in direct sales because I don't, I'm not a salesperson. And they think that they have to be a salesperson, but that's not the truth. The truth about direct sales is that it's a home-based business model that's a proven business model. And this business model has afforded a lot of people to be able to choose the way they want to live. They were, they're able to choose to 
live life in love and abundance, like our founder always says, and work for it. And it, it is a, I mean, it's a proven business model. There's a lot of wealthy people that wanted to and or own direct sales companies. Um, it's taught in colleges as a business model that you can choose to, like if you have a product that you want to bring to market, direct selling is one of the avenues that you look at and decide if that's what you want to do. In fact, I spoke at a symposium on that at one time where there were people that had products that they were trying to figure out which way to bring it to market. And this symposium was the direct selling way. This is what you do if you want to bring a product to market in direct sales. And I spoke as a leader in uh, my company, but I spoke as a leader in the field and what you want to do to take care of your leaders to make sure that they stay with your company. And that's what I spoke on at that symposium. But direct selling is a way for people to have multiple streams of income. There's nowhere in the world that can't use more money. Everybody can use more money. And especially as inflation rises and cost of living it rises and, you know, there's almost us as Christians, when you want to raise your family and when you want to choose to actually have the mom stay home and be the head of the household and be a homemaker, you know, it's almost impossible to do now because the money is not there. There's just not enough money there's more month than paycheck, right? So my, I'm very proud of my son and my daughter-in-law because my son is in the military and my, they made the conscious decision that she would stay home because they did not want anyone else to raise their children. They wanted to raise their children and instill the love of Jesus and, um, just the, the values, the family values that they have and things like that. And when you send your children out the door, especially now when they're trying to teach kindergartners, it, it, it's mind boggling what they're trying to do now. Yeah. But so, so Christian families can choose to stay home and raise their kids or one of the, the, either the dad or the mom stay home and raise the children while the other one goes out and works because of direct sales. Direct sales is a way to where you can bring income into the home, but still live your life and do those things you need to do in your home and with your family. And so instead of someone dictating the way you live and in the way you you know, you have to be here at a certain time. You can't leave until a certain time. Too bad if your kids are sick. Too bad if they have a, a parent-teacher conference. Too bad if there's a field trip that you would really like to go on and be with your kids. Too bad. We own you for the time you're here. Right. That's what happens when you work for the man, so to speak. But in direct sales, you can work as hard as you want. But when those times come, you can choose to be free. That It's called freedom of choice, freedom to choose to live your life the way you want to on your terms and work for it still. Yeah. And when choosing a direct sales company, it's about 
first of all, you have to look at the company and make sure that they're a qualified um, company that has a great reputation and that is part of the DSA, which is the governing body that makes sure that there's no scam companies, which they always come and go. So you want to make sure that it's a DSA approved and they're a member of the DSA. But the other thing is, is that you want to take a look at the history of the company and all that. And the main thing is you just have to have a passion for what you're doing. Like I have a passion for makeup and beauty and helping women feel beautiful because when a woman feels beautiful on the outside, it really resonates with confidence that they exude. And I love that. I love, I love what just wearing lipstick will do for someone. It's pretty darn amazing what lipstick will do for someone in their confidence level. So I love what I do and you love what you do, um, Stacey. And there's so many other great companies, but you have to have a passion for the company that you're with and for the products that you're representing because that passion comes forward in everything that you do and say. And so when you really believe in something and when you really believe that this product is going to help someone for one reason or another, then there is no selling. It's just sharing. It's just (laughs) giving the options that are available and letting people know that there's something that could help them and letting them choose whether they want to buy from you or not. Because people will buy from who they know, love, and trust. So when you have respo- when you have relationships with people and they already know your personality, they're going to trust you because they already know you. And if they don't know you, your job as a direct seller is to just let people know who you are, what, what you stand for and, and who you are behind the scenes, so to speak, because they, they are very cautious. People are very cautious about giving their hard earned money away to people that they can't trust. Right. And so that, that's the biggest, um, biggest thing with direct sales is just having relationships with people and building networks of people to where people will know that they can know you and trust you and know that you will not lie to them, that you will tell them the truth and the, and the positive and negatives about these different, different products or scenarios that you're trying to share with them because they'll believe you because they trust you. Yeah. And, and you know, that's what I found. That's actually that in the power of video today. I mean, you don't even have to leave your house and you can sell something. I mean, true story. If you're agoraphobic, you you know, they call me. I can help you with that. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, and that that's so that's so true. I can tell you, I mean, I've only been in direct sales literally about 10 months. And mm-hmm. uh, but I invested in my training. I built yeah. my confidence up. I continue. Yeah. I do continual personal development every single day. So I can yes. always learn something new and I'm, and I tell people the truth about what happened. I mean, I will, I will, I will reveal something here. I'll, I'll tell you something my audience has not known yet. This is my will, right? This is my true will. Okay. When Randall got his will done, they put a different name in there for his wife. <laughs> so we had, we actually had to call them up this, this, this morning 
and say, hey. <laughs> Luckily, uh, you read it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, unfortunately, before you can get your will validated and all that, it has to be notarized. You have to read it, and there's got to be signatures and a couple of witnesses and stuff, too. But, but yeah, Legal Shield made a mistake. I mean, my attorney law firm made a mistake. They corrected it, right? We're getting the new one sent with us with my name in it. Thank God. I'm still married to Bareface, but... Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's stuff that happens and, you know, I always tell people, look, at least with Legal Shield, if you go and you look at the negative reviews about Legal Shield when it was prepaid legal, you know, there was some stuff, but it was the negative stuff that actually convinced me because once I understood why people were complaining, what it told me was either they didn't like the outcome of what the attorney said, which we can't guarantee. That's not the service. The service mm -hmm. is is that you can talk to him. Oh, and by the way, I should tell you, this is just breaking news. May 1st, uh, I think is Law Appreciation Day or something like that. And May 1st, Legal Shield is going to have an 800 number where anybody, member or not, can call up uh, one of our law firms and talk to him for free. Get some legal advice on May 1st. I think it's Law, law and Justice Day or something. But anyway, I will tell you more about that later. But just so you know, if you're not a member, you'll be able to use one of our attorneys on May 1st for free. That, but that, but anyway, so what I noticed was that, you know, people, they were either sold the product wrong or they didn't understand or they didn't like. I just had a member cancel because he didn't like what the law firm told him. Okay, that wasn't my fault, but he got to talk to the law firm. That was, mm -hmm. that's the thing, you know. Yeah. It is what it is, right? So, okay, so we got to wrap it up, though. So tell people where they can uh, find you and if they want to buy lips, uh, lip sense or or, you know, any of your other products or learn more about that and follow you, where can they do that at? Liquidmakeup.com. It's really easy. Liquidmakeup.com. And that's my site where, you know, it's my retail site. You can also find me on Facebook. I've got a Facebook, personal Facebook page. I've got Kisses from Jerry, J-E-R-I. That's my business page. I've got a YouTube channel. Everything is Jerry Taylor Suede because that's my name. And um, so you can just type in Jerry Taylor Suede. Google, you'll find all kinds of stuff about me. And, uh, and I would love if you are interested in makeup that stays on, Lip Sense, which is our wow product. And I have to tell you, I have a package right here ready to go out. I... We have a brand new product that you don't even know about, Stacy, because it just came out two weeks ago. And it is a one. lifting and neck cream. Did you see that? I watched your video, yeah. Oh, you did? Your chicken neck, yeah. I watched it. I'm serious. <laughs> I if you are over 40 or 50 or 60, and or I had a an 83-year-old text me last night and say, Will it help me? I'm like, Well, yeah, of course it will. Because if you have a chicken neck, and I found out about chicken arms because I have chicken arms and I tried it on my chicken arms and oh my gosh, four days, I'm so like, I'm so excited. I might even be able to wear a sleeveless shirt this summer, but it firms and it builds collagen and this neck skin is really, really thin and so are your hands. So it's guaranteed to work, guaranteed 24 to 36% change in the firmness of this skin here. And someone sent me a picture on their belly. I sent it out to my customers on their belly from stretch marks and from, wow. um, I don't know, cellulite or whatever. The change <laughs> in her belly in three, her skin on her belly in three days was 
phenomenal. So I'm super like over the top excited about it because I've seen so many changes in people's skin in just the two weeks that we've had this product out. So I'm really excited about that. But you can always find me if you want to. Um, uh, I'm not politically active like I was. I was very politically active in Las Vegas when I lived in Las Vegas. And I stepped back from that. And the other day I... Um, I was just in my quiet time with God and I was reading this book and I felt God say to me, I'm taking you in a different direction. I'm like, what does that mean? Okay, God, what does that mean? Like, I don't know what it means. I'm telling you guys now that that's what God said to me. I don't know what it means. I have no clue. All I know is that I need to walk in faith and take those steps is because the Bible says he directs our path. So all I'm going to do is just take one step at a time and go in the direction. And if he doesn't want me to go that way, he'll close the door. I know that because I, I know my God and you guys know your God and, and you need to be step out in faith, step out in faith and do those things that God is putting on your heart to do. Open your mouth and say those things that God is putting on your heart to say. Christians cannot be silent any longer because the abortion issue is changing because people are not being silent any longer we can change things we as christians can change things by standing in the light being the salt and to the earth and to people and be the light to people and to open your mouth and speak god's word and because God's word never, never goes out without doing something. It's not like, what is that? What's the scripture? Void. I, yeah. Isaiah 55. God's, yeah. God's word does never go out void. Meaning that when you speak God's word, something in the universe happens because God's word is that powerful. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And, uh, I would love to be a host sometime if you need <laughs> a break. Yeah, I, hey, you know, you never know. Weird things have happened. All right, everybody. Hey, that was Jerry. I hope you I hope you loved her as much as I did. And you know what, everybody, tomorrow we'll be back. And uh, I hope that you have a good rest of your night. Remember, be bold, people. Stand up and go with God because he loves you. And don't forget, tomorrow is 4 o'clock. Same channel here. See you soon. <laughs>